King of the Couch here on a, on a Sunday afternoon, 2.35pm, fuck me, 23rd of August, can't believe it's Sunday. Bit different not doing it on a Monday night. I've got a guest today, Jamie Sukjai. Hey, how are you? good, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, how are you doing? Good, good. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Apologies that it's not on the couch. It's fine, next time. If you hear any squeaks. <laughs> it's this fucking ricky yeah, ass chair. Yeah, little Ikea chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, soon enough now the office is, we've moved, we've upgraded, we've leveled up. I swear to fuck, there's going to be a, a couch in here very, very yeah. soon. Um, Jamie's a, how do we meet Jamie? You're f- M. Became, yeah, M, yeah. M bundle. Yeah. So you're friends with M, who's been on the show as well. Um, and you're the, the better half of Jared Sukjai, who's oh, been on the show before. Sorry, Jared. Um, who's been on the show before, but you and Beck are now friends, and I guess we're friends because of that. Really, I'm just like, I'm the last one, the shoe yeah. in, you know? And I don't then... know. Like, I think it's nice. Like, Jared doesn't have many friends, but his friends that he does have, are they, they're good friends. Yeah. And he, like, misses you. Does he? That's so good. I would say you're up there. Yeah. I miss, we, we, we see, we're not secretly, I mean, we're not hiding anything from our spouses, <laughs> but we text a lot. He gets, and if anyone's listening to the podcast with him on it, you'll, you'll get that, but he gets deep into the conspiracies. So deep. He's been sending me a lot of text messages lately on the, um, child uh, trafficking. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. And like, I'm still yet to watch them. Like I am quite passionate about them, but like these go for an hour and I don't <laughs> have a spare hour, no. but yeah, he he um he sent me one the other night. I tell you what, I, I used to, I used to probably watch a bit more of that stuff. And that, what you said, I'm I'm still sort of passionate about it. Like you probably are, but like yeah, one finding time to fit that sort of heinous shit in is hard. But two, like since I've had Arabella, um, it's really like yeah, I want to do something about it, but also I don't want to see these hideous I'm, things. I'm hundred percent there. And this is what like we were talking about the other night, like. I, I love and I'm so passionate about it, like over COVID and all that other drama mm. that's going on in the world. But there's only so much that I want to listen to because I also want to live my best life. Yeah. And like, I want to feel happy and I just want my kids to be happy. Mm. So I don't want to be forever worrying about the horrible shit that is happening in the world. And we are full aware of it, but I also want to be, Oh man, I, I want to be, yeah. I don't want to be oblivious to it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, and we live in a cult, like, you know, where whatever you want to do that, that quote unquote white privilege and all that sort of bullshit. And we live in a first world country and it's all good. But, and I think as long as we're aware that these other things are going on and you can kind of do what you can do, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. unless you make it your life's mission, it's like, how the fuck do you go and stop child trafficking? Like how, yeah. what do you do? You know, like, um, but yeah, but I, I just haven't been able to get into it. I, I tried to watch the Epstein documentary, um, yeah, on that Netflix was and that, pretty heavy, I reckon yeah. I got to the first, it was a Sunday night and we were waiting for, Beck's sister to come to town and I was just like, this is fucking making my screen crawl, hey. And I think watched the first episode. Yeah, he's such a dog. Oh, but you just know, you're like, look, I know that you're a fucking pedophile and I know all these old rich pricks are pedophiles. So it's like, but again, you're like, what do I do? Like, where do I start? Yeah. But anyway, heavy, heavy, yeah. heavy. Oh yeah. Let's, uh, let's, the first question I always ask the guests, obviously, is what's the, what's your death row meal? Um... Chicken schnitzel Jeez. with good veggies. Are you being executed in a pub? Because um, we can arrange that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, there's just something that's my go-to meal. Like, at home we eat mainly vegetarian. Mm-hmm. But I will never pass up, like, a good chicken snitty. Do you cook chicken schnitzel at home? 
Not anymore. I've never cooked a schnitzel of any sort. Yeah. Like it's the most basic thing, but it's not anything like Budrum Pub <laughs> yeah. or like any of those pubby snitties. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's um, yes, it's a pub meal. Yeah, pub. it is, and it's it's good. I think because we don't have meat often. Yeah. It's just something that I'm like, oh, like I've, it's yeah, a it's, it's a so good. Fuck, we can arrange that. We should actually go and do some schnitzel action. I yeah. love a schnitzel. I mean, you're, you're mental if you don't like a schnitzel. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just do like dessert. Like I'm, I'm all about like a hot cake, like a hot chocolate cake or pudding with oh, ice yeah? cream. It has hot to be the cake. hot and cold. Yeah, you gotta have the, yeah, I agree. I, to me personally, the ice cream is the, the kicker of yeah. any dessert. So if you have that hot, like we had apple yeah. pie last week. Yeah. But it's like an excuse to have a ice lot cream. of ice cream yeah. with the apple pie. Because apple pie on its own is a bit, to me, I think it's a bit shit. Yeah, it's a bit boring. Yeah. And, but then like if you top it with a good vanilla, like yeah. none of this home brand stuff, like it has to be like an actual good vanilla. At least, like Sarah Lee's like, I feel like that's the standard. Yeah. It's and like, then you can go higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, what's your go-to like ice cream if you were to buy it? Oh, I, I'm actually loving a nutty, like, really? yeah, like hazelnutty or you, snickery. I don't know. Sn- have you had the Snickers ice cream yet? Have you tried them, like the Snickers no, bars? No, They're like six bucks at Coles. Mate, hit them up. Yeah, I always it's an investment. I'm tight. Yeah, I'm tight. Yeah. Um, I, the, only, the only problem with that sort of stuff is, and uh, and we'll, we'll get to the important questions soon mm-hmm. enough, but I feel this is life questions. That I feel like when you go out to the shop, we got this new Super IG out the road. And I was looking at their, their ice creams just before because I bought some the other night. But everything is just getting that a little bit more expensive. And the tubs are just getting a little smaller, bit smaller. Yeah. You know, I was at the gym the other night and they got that Fit Lardo. And it's like a, like half a pint. And it's like ten ninety five, And you're like, what What the fuck happened to just the big... I'll pay yeah. ten ninety five for bigger. Fully. And there's some of them up there are like $13, $14. Yeah. I'm like, this is... I'm not even wealthy. Like, I can't. I have to tap out. Yeah. Death. Yeah, I have to pay that shit. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like that. Oh man, good times. Um, so we, we, you've cut my hair a few times, obviously. So yeah. you run. I wanted to talk to you about this because I, I have the, some of the people I had on, we've talked about small business and stuff. And I think it's cool because everybody, to a point, probably dabbles with wanting to run a business, small, large, whatever. Um, but you actually do it. You run your own business. So you you run your own hairdressing business. Yeah. It's it's. I mean. You kill it, like you've got a a great business. But like we were talking about the other week, and we were sort of talking about the pros and cons. But I think, like, yeah, I think it's something good to talk about. How long have you been yeah. run, your own boss for? Um, well, I've been hairdressing seventeen years. Um, That's a long time. A very long time. Did you finish it's school? Half my life. Did you finish school? I think I've asked. No, no, I finished after grade ten. Yeah. And then I started straight up. Um, and so. Um, Jared and I actually bought a salon, um, back in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't ever want to own our own business, but it was a good opportunity. Yeah. He's not, he has never cut hair, hey? No, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, not at all. He's good at book work though. Yeah. I mean, he's Asian, so. He, <laughs> he can count really well. <laughs> he can fix things as well. He is meticulous. Technical things. He is meticulous. I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Anyways, that was a huge learning thing. Like we had the business for six years mm-hmm. and it was a ride. Like we didn't know anything about business. Was that up here somewhere? Yeah. Maruchidor. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, we had some really awesome staff. Like they were, we were so grateful for that. Yeah. Um, but our accountant at that time just never shared a lot or like, no, 
he tried his best for yeah. us, but I believe in like certain businesses understand certain businesses. Mm-hmm. So say for the accountant, he didn't understand it, the beauty industry. Therefore, he was all about upping every service where that yeah. just wasn't a thing for salons. Well, you could, but you would, no one would pay it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so after six years there, we sold it. Um, I wanted to spend more time with the boys because mm-hmm. I had missed out on my maternity yeah. leave there, thinking we were going to reap the rewards when we sold the salon. And unfortunately, all our hard work and energy and time and that just was for nothing. Yeah. So you sort of... You, you broke even or like lost money? So you obviously put money oh, in. Oh, no. And then... We walked away with a little bit of money, yeah. but what we thought we could walk away with just mm-hmm. was a real kick in the guts. I guess that's like the the, the idea is if you could like create the business and then be lucky enough to sell out for 100%. A, a decent profit. Yeah. 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 And that's what we thought. Like I thought, okay, I only ever took leave at Christmas time. So I mm-hmm. worked all year round. Yeah. I had like two months maternity leave with Ziggy. Yeah. And then I think I had like four to five months maternity leave with Django, mm-hmm. um, which was really awesome. Yeah. But um, I also love what I do. Yeah. And I was really obsessed with my clients and I was really possessive and I, I just wanted to make sure that I was looking after them. Yeah. Like my staff there were really great, but I did love and I still do love what I do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, we sold that and I thought that I wanted to spend more time with the boys, mm-hmm. <laughs> but turns out I'm a better mum in smaller doses yeah. and I thought wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wrong. We tried that. Um, and yeah, so now I'm just working for myself. Yep. Um, I was just doing it at home and now I'm in my own little studio mm-hmm. and yeah, it's really good. Dude, it's really good. It's cool. And I like what you said about, like, yeah, firstly, you have to love what you're doing. I don't know. That's like such a cliche yeah. thing to say, but you, you really do, especially if it's your own business and, and you are working for yourself. So if you, you, if you call in sick, that's no pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, I think that's always an important thing is I've probably done it too. You have like these big fantasies about running your own business, but you don't see the, the, the grunt oh, work, you yeah. know, and all that shit work. And I mean, you, it's good too. Cause you, and you have to create like a, a loyal sort of fan base. Do you reckon yeah. you work really hard on doing that? Like with when we were, in, oh, we've only just moved out of Moss, but like, I swear to God, every, every second female that I saw, you know, on the street or we became friends with, and then we've got a following Instagram, obviously I'd see you're doing their hair. It's like, fuck, you've got, you've got the run of this community, you know, yeah. like on, on the hair thing. Was that, how did you build that? Was that like organic you reckon? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, when I sold the salon, um, I respected the owner mm-hmm. um, and I never reached out to anyone. Like I just wanted to, I just thought doing one or two people a week was good pocket yeah. money. Mm. But then more and more of my clients started finding me mm-hmm. and social media. Yeah. Um, and then um, I still never advertised that I, where I was working from. Yeah. Um, but in the end, I ended up building up a whole new clientele. Mm-hmm. Still with like a lot of my oldies, yeah. which I love and appreciate so much, but I've just got the best clientele. Like yeah. they're so, like, they're so amazing. Yeah. So I'm so grateful for that. And I just feel like those women are like-minders. Yeah. So I don't know, like, yeah. I think, yeah, that's cool. I like that. 
I'm on the clientele. I've got a couple of haircuts there, so thank you very much. We, we, Good head massage. Yeah, mate, yeah. I tell you what. That, that is, neck rub. Fucking yeah. hell, that is the difference. Yeah, it's hey. a killer. It gives all my clients goosebumps. Oh, man. I know. I, just to sidetrack for a bit, I, I, I'm a creep. I get on YouTube and I watch a lot of ASMR. And I'm obsessed with the the like Indian head massage. Have you seen oh, those? Yeah. I'm obsessed with that yes. shit. And I say it a bit. I've said it to her like ten times. I'm always talking, and I'm like, someone needs to just like if they can't afford a haircut or or the color, all that you yeah. know, because you know that you're gonna get the, the the head massage, right? That's that's always gonna be a thing. But you've got to get a cut or a color. Like it's not really a thing that people are just doing head massages. No. You know? That would kill it. I swear to God, I wouldn't do it because I want to get the head massage. But you literally would need like a hole in the wall. Oh, yeah, fully. <sighs> oh, my God. They're, those videos are insane. They're good, hey? Like, do you it, watch them? Yeah, yeah. I've oh, seen yeah. this one and it's so interesting, but it's... I'm so curious. Like, I, I want to feel that. Yes. Isn't it weird how you know what a massage feels like? You know, you know especially, say, yeah. head massage, for example. And then you watch someone on YouTube giving a head massage and you start to go that like, oh, I'm so it's fucking It's like a relaxed. fantasy, it, hey? Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's <laughs> like, like a dirty fantasy. Oh, I know. I, 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 said, I said to Beck, I'm like, I like it. I liken it to watching porn. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you wouldn't want anyone to walk in on you watching porn. And I fucking, but you're like, yeah, this feels so good. Yeah, you're like, what are you doing? I'm, not, I'm just watching head massages. I'm yeah. not getting head or anything. It's, watching, it's just head massage. You misheard. It's disgusting. Yeah, hey? nah. yeah. The moaning is from the head massage. <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> I had it years ago. I and I never knew what it was at the time. But I remember and and it's an, and I tell you, what, I get it with Indian accents. You know, like Telstra, they fucking they yeah. call you and they start to talk to you. It really sends me into like I, you know, you want to initially tell them to fuck off because you're not going to buy what they want, and you're like, this is a scam. But when they get like a nice female Indian voice on the phone, oh. it really makes me relax. I'm just like. Yeah, keep going. Here's my address, and yeah, this is my credit card details. details. Yeah. Can you just repeat that back to me? You know, yeah. You know, and then it's like, and at that point, you're like, I've crossed over here. Yeah. This is perverse. And now you're gonna get ten phone calls a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and it's one. weird. It's perverse. You know, you start, you start really innocently, and you're like, oh, cool, head massage, and then you're just like, well, she's moaning in my ear. Now she's eating food. Now she's licking toes. You're like. <laughs> Oh my god! I've got to pull back. I've got to pull back. What time? I've got to get to bed. I was not expecting that toe licking. Oh shit! That's how YouTube is a dark, dark hole. Hey, and you get an ad that pops into you like, "Fuck! I need to be." The ad is like back to reality. Oh, thank god. Yeah, yeah. Got to pay for premium. That's why. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. It gets weird if you start to pay for premium. It doesn't matter. Um, we got weird there. This is good. This is the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you mentioned uh, social media, and I'll, I'll give you props because your social media game is like next level. How important do you think that is for your business or but any business? Like I see a lot of, you know, when you go around, you see people and you and they've got the best intentions, and they might be say it's like a pizza store or something like that, and they're selling pizzas, and you're like, and then the next door is selling pizzas, and you do, they're, they're the same pizzas, but how they're like advertising, marketing themselves. You just see that and you go, that place is going to kill it and that place is going to die now. But the yeah. same fucking pizzas, you know what I mean? Not yeah. saying you give the same haircuts or colours, well, but like, how important is if, it? Think about it. Like, I know for me personally, like, if if you recommend me a cafe, mm-hmm. I don't go to Google. I go straight to Instagram and I look that cafe up. Yeah. I want to see the aesthetics. I want to see... For sure. You know, how many people go there. I want to see the following. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll go there before I even look at the menu. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's how I feel like this kind of happens yeah. with so many other businesses. Like um, my social media represents me. Yes. So I, sure. I, I feel like 
oh, like if I can put out what I do, mm. that like at least post the things that I love, yep. then that is what I'm going to receive. Yeah. Like I'm not going to post natural hair and then if someone comes to me asking me for fucking unicorn hair i'm not going to do it because it's not on my page like yeah. it's not something that i do but i 100 percent believe in social media like yeah. i think it is such a huge thing yeah um if you're not active on it then you're not going to be active mm. doing it you're not yeah. going to be active in the business like it, it's exhausting i'm to the point now where i don't even post anymore because I don't, I'm, I'm fully booked for the year. Mm, mm. So I don't need any more clients. I know every time I post a photo, someone's like, when are you taking on new clients? Yeah. Or how do I get in? I'm like, ah, yeah. like it's, it's, and you feel bad. Like I personally, I feel bad when I can't fit someone in. So yeah. it's just easier to not post, Yeah. but then I'm proud of what I do. And then my clients get excited when they see their pretty hair on yeah. socials and stuff. So it's a double-edged sword though, isn't it? You know, you have to, you have to sort of post to get, like you said you like doing it anyway and you want to look i don't care what anyone says you want to show off what you're, you're working and yeah. what you're doing and stuff that's that's cool and like you said with the cafes and 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 whatever you want to you know people want to see that yeah well this is fucking good like yeah cool well now we want to and they approach it so it is a double-edged sword but one thing i i, I, I like I admire about this about what you're doing but any other business is like you, you're not greedy you know like from from what i've seen you're not greedy so you know what you've got you know what you can do and you go look if I water myself down, I'm going to be doing a shit job. So you think I'm here, you know, like this is, this is my clientele. Yeah. I'm, I'm offering the best I can and that's it. Like it's hard to say no, but it's, it's also good to say no. Like, yeah, I've, that's something that I've definitely learned yeah. and I'm still am learning so much. Like with all that, like yeah. next year I'm having to cut back, um, again, because once like Django starts mm. prep next year, so both the boys will be in school um, but I want to go the, like long-term in hairdressing. Like I love it so much, but my wrists are getting really bad. Yeah. So for me to go long-term, I have to pull back that little bit and just go just that little bit slower. Mm. Um, so what does that look like though? If you, when you say pull back, like what does that, what does that mean? Just cut one client a day. So just cut one hair. Like, and what about color and stuff like that? Or yeah. Just one, client a day? just one client a day. Yeah. Okay. So at the moment I'm doing four clients, mm-hmm. but because they get, months out of their hair yeah. they're big jobs every time yeah right so um if i cut to three clients then yeah. that means i might be able to finish work an hour earlier which mm. means picking the boys up earlier mm. and yeah and then also giving my wrists a break like yeah yeah i'm like so lost into what i'm gonna do if my wrists ever like give up on me like yeah. i actually don't know what i'm gonna do so i want to go the distance and i love what i'm doing mm. so it's important to do. It's it's good to recognize that sort of stuff. Though going through the COVID shit, you know, when when I got stood down in April for a month, before the day before I got stood down, right? People, one of the girls I worked with, she was a younger girl, like twenty twenty one, and she was like, "Oh my god, are we gonna get fired? We're gonna lose our jobs?" And I was like, "Look, you're sweet. Don't worry. What else are you gonna tell them? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you could lose your job. I never look at the 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 idea that having a job is safe. You know what I mean? And just the way you said that, it's like you know that you've got your business, you've got a good thing, but you know it's it's not safe, you know what I mean? You, you're yeah. thinking about the longevity of your body and your tools and your craft. So you've, you're like having to go, how else can we keep yeah. going and, and, and still monetize oh, this? You, you want to, I mean, you want to do what you love, but you also want to make fucking money, you know what I mean? Yeah, well... And shit, so... 100%, like, mm. I, this isn't a business that I can sell. Mm. So if my body, you know, goes, goes to shit, then... I'm done. Like yeah. I can't sell hair by Jamie Sukjai. Like yeah. 
Hereby recently sold Jamie Sugja. Yeah, yeah, like because those clients come to me for hair. Yeah. Yeah, I could train someone up, but then that person also creates their own technique yeah. and their own clientele and their own small business within mm. my business. And I'm 100% about that, mm. but I've had that business before. And just for me and my family, just having me is really good. Yeah, yeah. I would ideally like to have a space where I could rent a chair out because I miss that company. Yeah. But it, of, of working with someone else. Yeah, just like thriving back and forth. Could you do that where you are? Like you probably could fit. Could you fit one chair? I don't know. No, no. it's. I like having an empty space. Like I love, I love that. You're pretty like minimal in that respect, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hate clutter. Like yeah. it. It actually does my mental health. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Um. I've got so many topics. There's so many things we could talk about. I um, while we're on haircuts, hairstyles, and yeah. things like that, I, as you look, I, this was something I've been I've been thinking about for a little while. I said to Beck, I jokingly said it to Beck because I watch I love AFL and NRL, and they're all getting mullets, right? Oh, don't they're all getting mullets. Stay with me, they Jamie. Are so dirty. Stay with me. So I said to Beck the other day, I was like, I'm thinking about just getting like a mullet. And I, and I said, and now I know your answer, but I was like, I can Jamie you on board if I just, if, if you gave me some sort of cool cut, you know. But what, like hairstyles, you walked in the door. I noticed my cousins the other day, they had the little sort of blonde at the front, yeah. you know. And I said, and I went back and I looked and I was like, fuck, I was like, that's like pure 90s. Like it's like the 90s are back. Like, and it's not ugly, but it's like almost like they're, they're taking these ugly traits of certain oh, eras. Fully. This era is yeah. taking ugly traits yeah. of eras and recycling that shit okay this morning i was on instagram and i had fallen down a rabbit hole (laughs) of 90s retro workout gear and i was like i want that it's fucking cool i mean those like baggy jumpers and that sort of you know that that sort of sweat yeah yeah and like these aerobic workouts like these women are doing it in leotards and and i'm like i want in on that so it's it is something that's going around and i can see where this is going with like the e-girl bangs like with those is, blonde yeah so because you sort of i just noticed it before like i thought the other day when i saw your instagram i was like yeah i think she's got the blonde happening and yeah. yours is like way more subtle than a few yeah so mine are more they're called baby lights like hair lights so it's baby more lights. of like a sun kiss look yeah but then yeah. you put like the ego which is all on like tiktok and that and that's your real contrast so it might be like that white or that gray or like black purple, and white yeah and then whatever color behind and it's i i appreciate that mm. it's not something that i would do in my salon yeah. but i do i love that natural so you would turn you would, if someone if, if a client said like can you give me that that particular look would you say i've got to talk you out of this um but how'd you deal with I that i think it depends on who the client was. <laughs> if I walked in and said, Jamie, sh- the sides have got to go, the back and top needs to stay, um, would, you, would you talk me out of Well, yeah, because you work from home and no one's going to see that. So. <laughs> and if I look directly at the, at the camera on a Zoom meeting, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't ever turn your head to the yeah, side. Yeah, but just don't tell anyone where you got your hair done. <laughs> yeah, hair by... That was a local uh, barber. I think I just um, woke up like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I think it, it all depends on the client because yeah. that's your, like for me, that is my reputation. So yeah. if someone's hair looks shit mm. and you ask them where they got it done, you could easily be like, oh, I'm not going there. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. That's, it's real, it's like haircuts. Like, like okay, the mullet is back. Whether people enjoy it or not, the mullet is back. The, yeah. what do you call it? E-girl straps. Well, the straps. Is that straps? <laughs> no, the ego, like, um, the e-girl, like. Oh, stripey like stripes bangs. oh stripes, stripes bangs. Right. yeah yeah bangs there we go yeah. that's it Fuck. and then you know what else is back 
is like, well, the shaved hair definitely come back. Like everyone was shaving their head in the COVID. Even I shaved my head in COVID. Yeah, but I've. Like, no, I'm about really that. Weird. I would love to do that one day. Yeah. I would love... You would love to shave your head? I would love to shave my head. Like, I think that would be so liberating. Like, my hair isn't my security blanket. Yeah, yeah. So, I would... Yeah, I, I could... Would you? What would tell you to do it? Because I tell you what, I've seen quite a few women, obviously celebrities and stuff, but like local women there was the, one of the girls at the pocket did it the oh, older she lady looks amazing yeah. she's yeah. not an old lady you know what I mean that, yeah, like, she's like 40 yeah. 50 she's they look good and then you get that like nice yeah. pixie hair like that love that I'll tell you what I've always been attracted more so to shorter haired women than longer haired women I love short hair on women yeah. like if it's done cor- like correct I had short hair all through high school like I just like how short okay so when I first got my first short haircut <laughs> I think I was in grade seven and I like, at, like my parents, like obviously as a kid, like getting your hair done is not like a priority, especially for girls. You can just tie it up. Yeah. Anyway, I just like my favorite singer was Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah. Now and talking. so I, I asked mum for like weeks, I think it was to cut my hair like Natalie Imbruglia from yeah. her film clip Torn. Yeah. <laughs> And I nothing had that done. Tongue. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked nothing like her because that's what I thought I'd walk out looking like. Um, but. I've made a huge oh, mistake here. Right? No, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it so hard and oh, it was so good. And then, yeah, just even throughout my hairdressing career, I remember I, like, I said to the hairdresser one day, when the minute I signed my contract for being an apprentice, mm. I was like, make me look like a hairdresser. Yeah. So she cut all my hair off and I had sideburns, I had a mullet and I had a mohawk <laughs> with a shaved bit up in my forehead Yeah. with a tiny like little pixie fringe and she dyed it black and mum came to pick me up and she was like, she could appreciate how hectic that was yeah. on me. I loved it because I, I thought it was like, this was back when I'm talking like when emo haircuts yeah. were in. Like you've got to be radical at this. That, I yeah. know exactly. It's almost yeah. like how they can they see out of that one side? Oh, no, no, face? no. I didn't I didn't you have like that. a heavy, hectic fringe. What they no, call no, it? No. It was like almost like a, it was almost like a, that was almost like a mullet. That was like a rejuvenated mullet. Yeah. I, like yeah. The, I know exactly where you're at. So that's yeah. how I learnt my hairdressing. Mm-hmm. Or like the footy boy haircuts. Like, yeah, yeah like they had like, the long and then the shorter yeah. fringe up the top. Yeah. That was sort of, yeah, the bit like long at the back. Yes. That's sort of back though, isn't it? There's a, it there's a few the, yeah. that are like, but they've taken it to that extra level. Oh, oh, I, I feel like ugly's back for the like footballers. Ugly is back. I think I like this. And I'm going to fuck, we'll fucking go into this more because I think this is, in, I think it is an important topic because when you say the word ugly, and it has, you know, it has a negative yeah. connotation to it. But I don't think ugly is a bad thing. No, generally. like I just feel like it's one of those things that people, it's a conversation starter yeah. or it's just something to draw attention to you mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, sick haircut. Yeah. But then, yeah, you're open. And it's almost like you, like you have to have like a certain level of confidence too, to like, yeah. I, I'm a fairly confident individual with what I wear and how I do my hair or but there's still a level of like, oh God, I'm. You know, when you put certain things yeah. on, you're like, I'm, gonna, I'm copping it here. Like I'm gonna yeah. get it here. And my bum bag. The bum bag. Jared hates my bum bag. I you like love bum my bag. bum bag. I love the bum bag. One because it's like so <laughs> practical. Practical. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for these ugly items that that aren't ugly. By oh, the they're way, they're not because they're practical. Yeah. What's happened? What's happened to practicality here, Jared? Where are you get into the bum bag, Jared? I know, I Listen know. to this and get into the bum bag. I think it. 
I don't know if it's the bum bag or if it's because it's fluoro orange. <laughs> I think it could be the fluoro orange. I like, I like it. If you come to me in a dark alley yeah, and you're Nike Air Max 97s, I can oh, see you. I can give you bag. the goods. I, I don't know. I think it's I think cool. I think ugly is cool. The normcore, that was a big thing. You know, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf and Kanye West and that sort of... Those guys have... I, th- I, re- I reckon 100% it started with Shia LaBeouf in a way. And then like Kanye sort of ran with it on the street version. But you know, what's his name? Um, Off White, Virgil Abloh. Who's that? Have you have you never seen those shoes? You know, they're like the Nike shoes that are like, um, you know, like the the Air Jordans and stuff like that. Yeah. The guy he's wrote he writes like he writes shoelaces on the shoelaces. Oh, uh, like the obvious oh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you remember right. them? Remember them? Fucking. Um, they old skater skateboard belts that like were like the canvas yeah, sort of material and they had like yeah, a clip. I had one of those. Yeah. He he like did one of those and it like went down to like your knee or something. Ridiculous. Yeah. Again, shit that I wore when I was fucking twelve, yeah. skating around in my. I wore that with my etnies. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. That's, I, I shit you not, you go and look at ASAP Rocky's new <laughs> shoe design. If he hasn't just like pulled a, pulled a cone and just gone etnies, <laughs> there we go. Stop it's like it. a fucking thousand dollar shoe. Yeah. I swear to God, it's disgusting. Oh man, like those etnies that I had, they were my pride and joy. Like that was all I wanted for Christmas. That was so and that's good. all I got for Christmas. And I cleaned them every day. Yeah. They were white and they had a blue E and blue straps. They were so I good. didn't wear them puffy though, but I didn't wear them tight. They were like good for me to slide my foot in and oh. slide slide out. <laughs> I reckon I wore them puffy, you know, when I had them. Yeah, of course I, you did. I some, could see. I could you could see, see the, up here. We all the, yeah. I feel like you and I have been through every, like at some point here, you're shaving your hair and I'm getting a mullet. Yeah. I'll have yeah. bangers by the end of this podcast. But there's like, it's, uh, I lost track of thought. But it's like, the shoe designers are just like, how fat can we get this fucking shoe before it's going to be uh, like an oh, a hazard? Yeah. yeah. Is this is this a problem here? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I feel like you talk all day about fashion I like but then, but then like look I rocked up the, this afternoon and you and I were matching outfits we've yeah. got our socks and our burkies but do you not think do, tell me this and I gotta, I gotta be honest normcore I think I, I have a mirror there's a mirror sitting right next to Jamie's been looking at herself in the mirror I the whole time not. the whole time no, <laughs> but it's there thank god I like to get up walk around do a loop walk back to the chair <laughs> but a few push ups on the way do you, do you tell me tell me this do you do this and I do this. I'll come clean and say I do this. Like, no matter how cool I think I'm trying to look or how ugly I think I'm trying to look, I still in my head going, that's a particular look that I'm going for. So you put it, you put the effort well, you've in. you got to rock it with confidence. Exactly. Like, like otherwise you're not going to pull it out off. Like, yeah. I mean, I knew I was just coming here from home. So I just put... So you, because you look, look, you look great today. You look amazing. Oh, so don't tell me that you've gone from the head all the way down to the feet and gone... You know, I don't. I've lost it. I don't care. The Birkenstocks and socks. It's a. It's a good look, isn't it? Yeah, but not with these socks. These are my workout socks. I legit had I like. Just, those socks are pretty rank. I yeah, pretty gross. <laughs> I had my um, my like Lululemons on yeah. before my t- workout clothes because so I'm a fit mum. Not really, fit, but fit I, I try to look fit. This mom. is how I raise kids, and I've got six packs. Yeah, well, I'm a soccer mum yeah. now as well. I have on a six weekends. pack too, but just not in the fridge. Right yeah, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, before I got here, I just took them off, put my jeans on, and yeah. then out the door. That's good. See, I like that because, that, that again, going back, it's like, you look good. It's a sick outfit. There's a first thing. I, every time I see you, I've got to give you a problem. Every time I see you, I'm like, it's, you always have great outfits. I like that. I think that's important for individuals to have cool outfits. No matter what it is that they choose to wear, if they look like they're owning it, I that's think that's important. it. Like, you gotta you got to own it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you see people, like, just, like wearing a white t-shirt 
and then you see someone else wearing a white t-shirt, you know, and you're just oh, like, that person is wearing, he looks cool. The in best white t-shirt. white t-shirt ever. He looks crisp. He looks like Bruce Willis in like Die Hard 1 and yeah. 2. And then you see this guy and it's like, you don't care. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you look like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. I, I said to Beck, like, I'll come and do, I do these things because, you know, we living up the coast, but going back to Brisbane a lot for events and stuff like that. By like Thursday, I've already done an outfit rehearsal. I always say, "Bet you're doing outfit rehearsal." By the time we pack a bag Saturday morning, I don't want to deal with that outfit yeah. shit. It's gone. It's in the it's in the thing, and we're gone. And I'll put on something, and I'll be like, "Beck, what do you think?" She'll be like, "Yeah, good." And, I'm, and then I'll and I'll go and change the shoes or something. Beck, Beck, what do you think? She's like, "Yeah, good." I'm like, "What did you notice?" She's like, "Um, I'm like the shoes." Did, yeah, yeah. Didn't or notice. like, I remember we get at weddings, and you have like the pocket squares. Yeah. And you'll you'll do the same pocket square, different pocket squares like five times. It's like good, and you're like, so which one do you want? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's five different pockets where they're going. I feel like <laughs> there's always that That's person pedantic. in the in the relationship mm, like mm. that, you know, like because Jared's very straight down the line. He's though. been wearing like he always looks good to me. He always I like has his I like, like his style. He's got he's a real basic, style, yeah. and I really love that. Like you look at photos from like 11 years ago when we first got together. Mm-hmm. He's still wearing AS color. <laughs> Um, me, I've gone through some real plebby stages and some real like yeah. weird shit, but then like, but he's just nice and consistent. Yeah. I want that. But then I also love the fads. So yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I'm the same too. Like, yeah, I, I think it's cool. I, but I think that, like you're a certain, you're either, you're either, you're the Jared style of individual where you, you care, but don't, you care. And that keeps you, I think it's three times. You care. Well, he knows what season. works for him. Yeah, you know what well. works. So let's not let's not stray. Yeah. Then you get those other people that just don't care. They're like, yes. I'm fugly, and you're like, Wow, you should care. That's the problem. And then you get like probably me and you that are like, today yeah, we're much. Yeah. today we're lads. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm I'm a an bogan. Yeah. You're wearing the mullet. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've literally got so, leather pants on. Yeah, Jared. I had a pair of them. Um, <laughs> Jared and I went to the Carlisle last year yeah, for yeah. our wedding anniversary. And we noticed... Oh, that was under last year. It was like a few weeks ago. You mean... No, no, that was for... We stayed at somewhere else for our wedding anniversary. Um, No, so last year for our wedding anniversary, we stayed at the Carlisle. And being in Fortitude Valley, all the stylish people are there. Yeah. But we did notice all the girls wearing like a beautiful like linen dress and white shoes. Yeah. And Jared's just like... He hates white shoes. What's with the white shoes? And I'm secretly going, I need that. Yeah. But he was not about it. But remember, I am about he, it. He like sort of razzed me up for my Air Force Ones. And I was like, what shoes are you wearing, bro? He's like, black nice. Like, yeah. just black nice with white teeth. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, Steve Jobs. Well, right. yeah. Okay. Or Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Jerry. But he would love he's that act, because he's that's his, like, that is his thing. Yeah. But yeah. He pulls it off, though. He, he just, does. He like, honestly looks good all the time. And so that is really hard for me as his wife. Like, I feel like... Well, I can't go walking around looking like a pleb when you look good mm. all the time. So just, I have to up my game. Just and I'm always like, does this sleep. look good? Jared, what do you think? And he's just like, are you serious now? You're a Rastafari. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. okay, whatever. Like we're going to the beach, yeah. Jamie. I'm Is like, that a beret? Yeah, but do these shoes look good for the beach? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kick them off just as I get to the Yeah, sand. yeah, can't get Oh, I do that sandy too. feet, can't do. I hate sand. I love the beach, hate sand. Yeah, sounds gross. I love wearing shoes. Like, I love my sneakers. You know, I love the Air Force Ones and stuff like that. And then I get to the beach. you got to kick them off, obviously. You can't wear yeah. it. You look like a fucking idiot. I live at the beach. You can't wear Air Force Ones at the beach. It's just no. a totally different vibe. But then, you know, you get those summer days where you're like, I'm a cool beach rat. You I'm know, just going to be just, barefoot. Oh, barefoot. And then you realize my feet are fucking dirty. 
Oh, like my feet are sore like from walking that right? pebble yeah. pathway. Yeah, that that hurts. Yeah. Oh, cool. They've like bitch them in the road in yeah, cool. knives. Yeah, cool. Love that. It's not. It's not a good look. You've been at the coast your whole life, right? Oh, half. Most of your life. Yeah. Right. What, so where'd you grow up? Gold Coast. Oh, so half, half now. Uh, so I'm a coast. Okay. Coastie, so you, yeah. So you were you were that coast now. You're yeah, this coast. Yeah. I thought you meant like Brisbane or something. Like no. That. No. Have you ever got into the walk around barefoot like shit all the time? Oh, footy's on. Oh shit. Turn it off. All right. This is we're wrapping it up now. That's not <laughs> That's not on for like fifteen minutes. It's all good. You've got fifteen minutes to to say all save right. the world. Okay. No, just kidding. Um, look, early mornings in summer, yeah. I'll go barefoot from home, coffee shop, beach, mm-hmm. and back. But yeah, it's a good look, eh? Hey? I can't. It, my dad is notorious for wearing no shoes, and my brother now. Yeah. But yeah. I think if you live at the coast, it's okay. But the, I have to draw the line, like. When I go to like say Coles and you yeah, see some and you look at someone you're like nah. fuck your feet grows here right? and like one it's cold so how are your feet not cold oh Arabella's out there <laughs> um sorry always kills the train of thought when she says something <laughs> she's so she's just up here she, she, I just love her she's cute she's cute are we gonna interview her later on yeah we should she knows yeah. like five to ten words now yeah I was almost gonna text back and say drinks yeah let's should do we? it let's text her you text her alright um quick text breaks we get some drinks and this is very this is how we run the podcast we're human beings right here talking about everything that we need to talk about um you got kids I've yeah. got kids yeah what how uh, you don't have to give them your age sex location of your kids but how is that you've got two, two boys two yeah. boys two boys um yeah Ziggy he's just turned eight and Django's just turned five do you want to go again uh, like, look kid? I really do yeah but I don't but I've cried a lot this year because I want another one. But I think that is more, I'm thinking it might be a healing situation. Yeah, well, I struggled after I had Django mentally. So yeah. I kind of want like that positive last experience. But then I'm also at this stage, like the boys can make their own breakfast. Yeah. And they can do everything. They can poo without us having to wipe their ass. Like there's so That's many nice. things. Oh, it's that is, I, like, I can't wait to get to that stage. It is. Yeah. It is so good. But then I see like these beautiful birthing videos and like my girlfriend's breastfeeding or them like with pregnant bellies. And I just crave that so hard. But then it's, I don't, nothing can guarantee if you're going to be okay afterwards. Yeah. And it's, I like it. I get that. And maybe it's different for women, but I always think it's like, it's like having a bender. Oh, thanks, Star. Just a top up. Yeah, just quickly. Intermission. <laughs> Uh, Bex just walked into the room with a bottle of Chandon that Jamie so unselfishly provided. And Arabella's Thanks, here. Darling. Arabella. Billy. Say my, is Hi, Arabella. Say something. Say something on the podcast. Say dada. Say. You give can it to you Jamie. say cash money? There's another cheap ass bottle downstairs, too. That's a decent one. Thanks, Bex. You say Thanks. hi. Oh, she just did it. <laughs> that was smooth. <laughs> 10 minutes, can you bring me there? <laughs> seriously though she's the best cheers thanks cheers. for the chandon let's do it let's do a cheers did you just quite right for myself did you see uh, I tagged Coopers in a post the other day and they got back to me who? Coopers the, the beer really? shit myself I was like you oh my god like I was like this, this is it this is it like sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and go you're lazy and then Coopers get and then back you're to just me. like go, no I'm actually, not no, I'm, I'm not. actually hustling so yeah, hard I'm like really out it's paying there. off yeah yeah oh god so we went. We, I don't know what the fuck happened. It was good. Um, Love that. Um, having another baby. 
Yeah, what? Yeah, I would. This is my. This is my. Test. This is how I sum up having a baby. You have a really good night out, and you have the best night ever, and you've been hitting it hard. And you wake up and you have like a really bad hangover the next day. You know it gets better, but it's kind of like that. It's like I think like there's awesome, awesome, awesome parts to raising a kid, Arabella for me. But then you're like, why would I want to get lack of sleep? Like people go, oh, do you want to do it again? I'm like, not really. No, I'm pretty keen to for twelve months. I'm pretty keen to get back into unbroken sleep. Unbroken sleep, yeah. Yeah. Um. Look, to be honest, we both Jared and I aren't huge drinkers, or Jared doesn't drink. Yeah. Anyways, so he was always designated driver. Yeah. Um. I I will have a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. Um. I have been hungover. A good amount of him, a handful of times. Maybe it was a bad analogy for me. Um, I'm not an alcoholic, but do you ever just wake up and wish you just weren't? Awake? I wish I had a mimosa instead of a coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it too soon? Yeah. No. I. There are definitely those times where I was just like, that wasn't worth it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I feel like to me there are other parts of it that yeah. make me not want to go back. But. Could- there's like, of all the people that listen to this show now, and like quite say quite a good uh, bunch of good friends that you know, have like young kids and stuff, and I feel like it's all relatable, you know. Like, yeah, you once you have a kid, you know, like, and you and you get a few months into it, and you get, you're now like eight years into it, you know. Yeah, so, I'm vintage. Vintage, so, you're old yeah. school, dude. Uh, you're about to be recycled and yeah. you're in fashion again. Yeah, so. like my kids, it's got <laughs> to that stage when they were like, um, so when you were. When you were little... That's a crow thing. It's a fucking big crow. (laughs) That's a really big crow. There's a lot of crows around here. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's a bit deserty out here, isn't it? Like, it's a bit dry. We might move (laughs) to the city. Back to the coast. Um, Oh, yeah, what were we going to say? Yeah, like, my kids are like, back when when you were little, or, you know, they're just doing the the odd throwbacks, and I'm like, dude, I'm not that much older than you. It's weird, isn't it? Like, I don't know. Being a parent, is it's true, like... It's fucking cliche to sound, but it is the coolest thing I think that anybody can do because it's, it's the, the best challenge. It definitely is the best challenge. Yeah. And it kind of like, I don't know, it's something that you have in common with another parent. Like you can be totally different walks of life, yeah. but if you're both on the same page with parenting sort of thing, you know, people go, what, what, what advice can, I've had it before, people go, what advice could you give me? I'm like, expect, like, set your intentions very low, set your bar very low, and then just welcome what comes. Like, yeah. I feel like there's no yeah. other way you can approach it. I think, well, so back when we had, had the boys, none of my friends had kids. Mm. Yeah, like that would have been hard. It was really hard. Like, I had one friend that had it, had some children, and she's incredible, but you feel so alone, mm. and like, yeah, I just had no one. And all my friends, because I was 23 when I had Ziggy, so they were all still partying, and they were all doing that. Mm. Um, and I understood that, and I, but I'd never expected them to come over and help or come over for cuddles mm. or anything like that because it wasn't on that same page as them. Yeah. Now they're all having children and I'm past that stage where, yeah, I can come over for sleepovers yeah. and help them with their babies or whatever. But they're, they're now sending me messages being like, I'm so sorry. I wasn't there for you. Like yeah. this is so hard. And I think at the end of the day, like you just got to do whatever gets you through. Yeah. Like, whatever makes that time of your life a positive experience, just do it. Don't put pressure on yourself. Like, there's just so much pressure on social media. Yeah. And and I, I don't think socially there's much pressure. I feel like people feel the pressure on social media, even yeah. if 
that person that they're following doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah. But you're following such an unhealthy, you know, audience yeah. that you feel like that's where you need to fit in yeah. to become that kind of Instagram mum. But being an Instagram mum is such an empty world. Like oh, it's a yeah. and being a being a mother in general and a new mum with social media, they're a totally different breed. Yeah. Like that everyone's bringing out their own children's like businesses and stuff like that. But it's just, I don't know. Like it's an, it's a, it's an empty world where there's thousands and hundreds of millions of people on Mm. there, but it's empty. It's, it's like, it's like good on you, but also like shut the fuck up. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like like, I think you need to be there to hype girl your friends up. Yeah. But you can't. Oh, I don't know. It's 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 really sad, and I feel really sad when I have the odd thing that pops up, being like, "Oh, I'm suffering from this," and I felt so alone. And it's just like, but people on Instagram don't care about you, girlfriend. Yeah. Like, you need to reach out to your actual girlfriends. Yeah, that can be there to support you and carry you through this. Yeah, and I just think people forget about their real life friends. Yes, I agree with that too. I yeah, I, I think that's good. And I, I I'm, yeah. Having in friends, like, I'm big on friends. I'm big on family. I'm big on loyalty. You know what I mean? Be loyal to the ones that give you what you need and vice yeah. versa, you know? And, but it is like that. Hey, it's like, instead of putting something out there to your audience, or, it's not an audience, but a lot of people say, oh, hey, like, just, you, you do you do the classic piss takes of those. Hey, you, no one's asking. Hey, guys, that. you guys haven't asked for this, but I'm still going to show you. Yeah, we do this it. This is how I cut my kids' hair. Oh, <laughs> we have those, like, glimpses of, like, maybe I could make it, you know? Like, I cooked a fucking fried rice before. Oh, and the end of it, really the, the, and it, thank you. And the end of it, I was like, hit me up for the recipe. I'm like, one. I was just like, <laughs> and then I posted it, I'm like, I'm sure some cunt can make a fucking fried rice yeah. if they put two and two together, you know what but I mean? But you'll be surprised the people that will not bother looking shit up. And they'll be like, oh, what was the recipe again? But like, it's good, I, I reckon, that they trust you to do that. Yeah, but yeah. I also feel like it worries me these days how silly and stupid people are becoming. Yeah. Like, they're not doing their own research. They're not going to Dr. Google anymore, like... Dr. Google is the most reliable Oh, support. man, Dr. Google. Dr. Well, Google, Pinterest, he just tells me I've got cancer. Every, yeah, every, every three days, he's like, you've got a brain tumor. It's now. good. Like, what? <laughs> no. What? Yeah, but then you go to your doctor and they tell you that you don't. You walk out sweet. Like, yeah, know. the doctor's like, no, nah, you should be right. Just uh, choose some valerian root and yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be right. Get a nap. You're just like, all right, cool. I'll just ignore this bulge yeah. on my neck. Oh, it's fucking weird. It, we, do live in, we do live in fucking strange times. I... I I do love life. Don't get me wrong. There's days I wake up and go, fuck this shit. And that it's, it's almost like 50, I'd say 70, 30, I'd say 70, 30. There's or, or throughout the day. There's like, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then fuck this shit. And then this is awesome again. Yeah. But 2020 has been a year to test. It's been a colonoscopy prep, hasn't it? Of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I heard that. I, I actually read that somewhere and it was like, if 2020 was a cocktail recipe, it would be, dot 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 and someone's responded back a colonoscopy prep and i'm like that is gold it's the, it's been a crazy year what do you like beck and i had like like everyone does you know you have intentions to fucking how your year's gonna look and we're gonna we're gonna do this and we're gonna save this much money and we're gonna be this uh millionaire by 2021 oh, and this yeah. and that and, and then you're fucking in nearly september and you're like yeah we're taking a backward step financially again. yeah it's Look, I think... And that's the least of your worries now. Like, honestly, this year... Yeah, it's been, like, globally, Mm. really crap. 
like such a crap year but also an eye-opener for so many people to do their own research on whatever it may be yeah but um i also i mean for jared and i both of us have been working this whole way through because apparently hairdressers are a priority yeah all of a sudden there's now things called essential services yeah so and apparently i'm an essential so (laughs) (laughs) and and, yeah an extra 50 percent on for you guys yeah um that's an essential surcharge yeah 100 percent. like for my mental health (laughs) no but um there i i think i got to a stage like a couple of years ago it was only maybe like two or three years ago where i was like okay i'm not gonna actually set a yearly goal yeah because I don't want to be disappointed at the end. Like, I feel like, and I have this conversation with my clients every, like, Christmas. Yeah. I'll be like, wow, this year's gone fast. You know, there's the token we also, conversation. It's like, it's like, oh, I can't believe we're almost out of yeah. winter. You know, you're an adult when you're like, geez, time's flying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, like, at Christmas time, you've got the hustle and bustle of everything. Yeah. And everyone's stressed. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to ask someone, oh, how's your year been? Mm. They're going to be thinking of that one moment being like, oh, it was a really crap year. Mm-hmm. Where if you think about it for the rest of the year, they've had an awesome year. But in that time, in that moment that you're mm. asking them, they're stressed, they're yeah. whatever. Um, so, of course, they're only going to answer of how they're feeling right there. But I'm like, fuck, like I've learned so much yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Like, So I've just learned to not set standards and just kind of be like, Okay, yeah, I'm just going to ride this year and just, just, I don't know. Own it where you can. Own it, 100%. Like, I don't want to set goals that I'm going to be disappointed in. Yeah. But, like, if anything, I just want to be better friend. Yeah. Better, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's good. That's a good way to look at it, too. I mean, like, some people might go, fuck, that's pessimistic, no goals and stuff. But I I agree with you there. You you can set these huge goals. Maybe maybe where it is, the goal setting is the time frame. That's the issue. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was 2020, yeah, I'll become 100%. a millionaire. It's like, mate, you're 30 grand in debt and you've got no fucking idea. Oh, I you know, seriously like, thought you, going what, into hey, like the year 2000, we were going to be like flying cars and shit. And here we are. Like, we've only got the iPhone now. Yeah, we we've can't only got fucking sit 1.5 meters from our friends anymore. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah, I, look, I like that. I do agree with that. I think you, people put too much pressure on themselves. Life, no matter, look, and again, not bringing race or men, uh, female, it doesn't matter. Like, life is hard to, to an extent. Yeah. And life is very good to an extent, you know? Yeah. Like, we're so ahead, yeah. but we're so far behind. Yeah. Like, when it comes to race, like, I can't believe that was brought up with COVID. Yeah. Like, you kind of go, fuck, we're in 2020. Like, there are so many interracial marriages and relationships and children these days. Like, why are we taking a million steps backwards right now? No. Like, it's it actually is really heartbreaking. And, like, right now, the kids, that's all they've been talking about lately. Like I said earlier oh, yeah. about Django yeah. talking about oh, yeah. black and brown people. And it was really hard to not get defensive about saying yeah but they're you know they're not just in this country they're here 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 and yeah. here and also your your grandfather is thai like yeah. you know and it's it's a really confusing time because it's you know but it's also like yeah. how can we be so far ahead of the times or mm. whatever mm. but so far behind in so many yeah it's it's interesting hey like and, and again like you sit there sometimes and you see these things on the news and it's kind of like going back to the start, you know, with the child traffic and stuff. And you're like, what, the f- what can I do? You know, you could do your part. And right there, yeah. you as a parent, 
to, to your child have done your part. Do you know what I mean? When he pulls up something and he says, what's this about? You answer it in the right way or the best way that you could, you know, yeah. in the way that you knew, which was the right way in my eyes. And that's like how, that's how like simplistic life has to be. Do you know what I mean? But at that moment, you could have given him the totally opposite answer and then you create that like wave of bullshit again. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was funny, that, like not funny that, I, that was one thing I've never talked about on the podcast, the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff. Yeah. One, because I just wasn't comfortable talking about it. I didn't feel educated enough on the subject. And I pretty much will talk about anything else. But it was yeah. like, it's a touchy subject, you know? Like, yeah, it is. It's, it is a touchy subject, but I feel like as a person, like, like personally, not from any other influencing or anything mm. like that, like I just kind of feel like from what I've seen, like from all the videos that I've seen, yeah, there are some really impacting ones, but there are also some people that I've projected being like, oh, well, this has happened in my family and we're indigenous or mm, we're yeah. this, we're that. And it's just like, they're not great. And I think at the end of the day, they're still the same as us. Like yeah. if you were to like, you know, I've had to explain to the boys, you know, yeah, like they're, they're different, but you were to cut... I have to get gory with yeah. the boys. No, I like it. For this them is, to understand... It feels like it's the only analogy that you can 100%, do. hundred percent. For them to actually listen to me, I feel like saying, yeah, well, you know what? If you cut someone of color in yeah. half and me in, cu- in half, yeah. we're exactly the same. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. or, you know, it's... It's just, it's really hard and I think... You have to, you have to, for a kid, you especially have to break it down to a quality. But as an adult, you kind of have to hear that, like, it will bleed the same. Do you know what I mean? Or we all fucking hurt the same or we will laugh yeah, the same. Yeah, it's just, it's, you know, like, it's just a real shame that there's still so much um, racial, you know, things yeah. happening in the world right now. And it's just like, fuck, like... Yeah, it's strange. It, it sucks, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a year for it. it if anything, like... I, like, I've sat back a lot this year and gone, how do you fix this? How do you fix that? How do you do this? And I don't know if you can fix a lot of things in life, you know, but but to bring more awareness to a subject and it might change a couple of people, you know, and, um, not fucking blow smoke and mask, but the podcast, for example, you know, I know I reach like a handful of people, you know, and that's cool. That's cool with me. Yeah. Well, there may be more and there may be less, but every now and then I'll get a text message, you know, that says, oh, you know, um, one guy recently and I won't mention his name but he was like man I've been wanting to tell my wife something for like donkey's years and the way you talk openly about x y and z I've now said it I've now told her that so I'm like oh fuck so I've you know that's really cool you've created awareness 100% like sometimes what it is sometimes you speaking it a different way or a different language just hits home to some people I know like you know (laughs) Jared's been telling me for years we should join bank accounts. And then my client tells me that she's doing the barefoot investor. And I'm like, Hey hun, we should do the barefoot investor yeah. when he's been telling me for years he's just to like, do it. Earth but to it's, Jamie. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, but it's just like the way someone else has said it to me, it made yeah. sense. We, where, uh, we do you know what I mean? Like it's sometimes you just speak someone else's language a bit better. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that shit. Yeah. Like, where can I do that? We're doing that right now. We're, we're fucking, this is great, like with podcasts. Ah, oh, and this is, I think, the cool thing about it. People, look, you don't have to... If you're famous, cool. You're famous, but I can't relate to a famous person because I'm, I'm... You don't have a wing of yeah, your house? I'm infamous, you know? <laughs> yeah. You don't have a media room? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. We do, it's very small. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, fuck. This is... 
Uh, this is cool. This is why I do the podcast because you have these conversations. I like to talk. You like to talk. This is what life's about. I think if anything, like human beings are, they're too dishonest, and I mean, and I mean that not that as in they're liars, is that they're just not honest. You know, like and when I say, I feel like they feel shame, so they can't speak certain words, yeah. and I feel like I'm just past that. Being 32, oh, nearly. I'm 31 and a half, actually. Um, when is your birthday? 23rd November. Yeah. What's your, what's your credit card details again? Ah, uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> so oh, you're nearly 32. Nearly so 32. we're only like three, four months apart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in January, 89, yeah. Um, I I just feel like I'm, I'm just to this stage where I'm past bullshit. Yeah. Like, and Jared and I... That's a good level of life to get to, I think. Yeah, like, I just feel like you get to a stage where, like, for for the younger years, you care what people think mm-hmm. of you. Therefore, you'll only speak what that person wants to hear yeah. and vice versa. Now I'm getting to that stage where I'm just, like, I, like, I try, like, I guess working with clients, like, four clients a day all year round for 17 years or mm. more or whatever. I've heard so many different stories. Mm. It's opened me up so much to different walks of life, different versions of theories or anything like that. There are so many different conversations I have there that it's just really blown my mind kind of going, well, shit, cool. Like I love hearing that because that's changed this or you know what I mean? Like, and so now I feel like if I can just speak my truth or what I think is Mm. my truth. And then if I hear someone's story or whatever, Mm. and I feel like, yeah, that actually makes sense to me. I'm going to take that on board. Yeah. That's what I want. I don't want to be all like defensive and stuff about it. Yeah. It's if I don't a, know yeah. the full truth about whatever, you know what I mean? Where before I used to just keep my mouth closed on mm. things or just talk a lot of shit yeah. about stupid, empty subjects mm. where now I love having deeper conversations, but also being open yeah. to hearing people's Thoughts and you, and and you have to be. I yeah. think you hundred percent have to be. Like, if you have an opinion, there's much sense. If you have an opinion, you you sure as shit better hear the opposite opinion. Yeah. Because that 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 helps your opinion, yeah. and then you go cool. It's like it's like if you're not a racist, it's like get into get into a room with a racist and like go wait. What, so so what's the deal? Do you know what I mean? I got some some of my best friends are like anti gay marriage, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? Yes. Cool. Do it. Big deal. You're not gonna lose sleep over yeah, it. Yeah, but so you want to know. About it. Yeah. You want to go. Wait, what? Why does that really get you fucking going? And it doesn't get me going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I get more pissed off that people listen to fucking shitty music. And Nickelback. Yeah. Well, and actually, I don't mind. They're not too bad. But if someone's like, <laughs> "Do you want to see this photograph?" Uh, yeah. No, Maybe <laughs> someone goes, "Oh, I listen to B1F5." Be like, "Do Do you have?" A soul? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry you're on the pension already. Yeah, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Coldplay. Are you fucking got cancer <laughs> oh, between the ears? You know, I'm, like, not, I'm not a Coldplay fan. Mate, I fucking man. And right now, you've just become my favourite guest ever. I'm so sorry. But, I mean, there's some of their music. Like, yeah. I'm more of a music fan. I'm not a band fan, unless it's Beyonce. But, like... Um, <laughs> there's Beyonce, then there's the rest. Yeah, exactly. Like, peasants. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I don't know, like... Some some Coldplay songs, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good tune. But mainly because that was a good time of my life. Yeah. When that I tune was playing. But I'm like, I wouldn't pay $500 to go see them. Fuck no. Actually, I, I paid a good coin to go see Justin Timberlake and that was worth it. Oh, he's another one of my like shit list. He's just like, he just Yeah, well, like this is out. I'm right. out from here. <laughs> yeah. um, see anyway, ya. <laughs> episode 60, I believe. He seems like just... 
a nice guy, but also like there's something cuntish about him. You know what I mean? Like, can I? Oh yeah, know, like, oh, yeah. I, I get that. Like him as a person, I don't know what he's like as a person, but I appreciate him as. I can't even watch him in movies, eh? I'm just like, oh, oh he's a bit cheese, yeah. I'm like, oh, Mila Kunis. I don't think sex with him. Yeah, yeah. I'd have sex with Mila Kunis. Yeah, I fucking would. I would be on one of his film clips though, like Cry Me a River. That was a pretty good film. Bringing sexy back. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, God, but he's so good because that's. I still know his fucking dumb songs. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and then like Michael Jackson. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Michael Jackson? Because my boys loved Michael Jackson, but then we copped a lot of people because then all this hype came up about his bizarreness. Yeah. But then I'm like, yeah, but the boys only know him for his music. What do you think of him? Um. Yeah. Look, I'm. I'm probably. I'm probably in the same wavelength as you I and the boys. I appreciate his music. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really a Michael Jackson fan in terms of music, uh, but it's his music. You know, what I mean, people like that music. That's cool. He goes and does crimes if that's a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing I don't look. The one thing I don't like about um, his story is, and I, I feel like his story is a very genuinely sad story. I do believe that he was probably abused growing up. You know, and I think that he had it really hard. Like, his, from all accounts, his dad was quite yeah. physically abusive. That's not nice. Not justifying any sex crimes or anything like that. But you, you think, fuck, man. Okay, that just sets on a path. You have a totally different life than I've ever had. So I, I know I've got my you own issues. You can't relate, yeah. Yeah, you cannot relate. So that's different, right? You, you remember that fucking documentary they put on the TV years ago? And it was like yeah. him in this, like, store buying antiques. And he's buying, like, ceramic vases. And it was like, oh, that's a million? Yeah, I'll get two. And it was like... <laughs> you did that really good. <laughs> fuck, but you're like... That guy's on a fucking other level. He's buying million dollar vases. Like, I can't relate to that. I feel bad. One thing I don't like about his story is the fact that he died and then all the shit Everything's came out. Everything's come out. I feel like, okay. So look, he can't defend himself. Can't yeah, he? you can't defend if, yourself. Yeah. And it's, and, and, yet, and and I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of things, I'm not saying he wasn't bad to an extent because I believe he was, but if, if someone likes his music and someone likes his music, I use Kevin Spacey as, as an example for me. I genuinely like Kevin Spacey movies. I fucking think his movies are awesome. I like American Beauty. Now, in, in hindsight, when I think, okay, it's about a, a man wanting to fuck yeah. his teenage daughter's friend. I'm like, that's actually like a true story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, now that you're a dad. Yeah, if it was a... If, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I'm going to call you Kevin Spacey no, now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like because he's a fucking sex pest, you know? Like, if, the, if yeah. it was a boy, yeah, cool. That would be like a, a biopic for Kevin Spacey. But I like his movies. The fact that he's done weird shit, cool. I'll still probably watch his movies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like Seven. I really like Seven. He's the seven, villain in Seven. Yeah. I'm not, not going to watch Seven because seven Kevin Spacey wants to touch movie. kids. You know, or young adults or whatever. Yeah. Seven's a great movie. That's the one with Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. Look, if Brad Pitt comes out oh. and goes, he's a kitty fiddler, I might have to rethink about it. You know? Yeah. But even Morgan Freeman's had some fucked up comments, has he not? Yeah, but I feel like this day and age, if you go looking for dirt on anyone, you'll find, find dirt. And same with me. If you go looking for We're dirt on me, beaten. you'll probably find dirt on me. Like, it's just one of those, it's just mm. where it is at at the moment. Like, yeah. you know, but back to Seven. Seven is one of the best movies, movies I've ever seen. It's such a good I might movie. Watch that tonight, actually. Yeah, do it. You can't. You won't be. It's quite depressing, but I After like the it. Block. Yeah. <laughs> Is it on at seven a block? I'm at seven a block. Mate, what are we at? One hour in. I feel like we've got to cut more time. Oh, yeah, we'll cut it off soon. We'll yeah. cut it off soon. I'm conscious of this because I feel the podcast that goes too long, people tune out. Even though it's great yeah. content, regardless, because I do that. But. I wanted to talk, I think this is a good one to talk about. I don't know why, and I felt like bringing it up, but something I thought about recently is, is, is positive 
like positive body image for women and also for men because I was thinking about this the other night, right? I I I hear Beck, I hear Beck, she's beautiful, you know, I love her and stuff like that. Stunner. Stunner. She'll find X, Y, and Z that she doesn't like about herself. I'm not going to list it for the podcast viewers. You can find out for yourself. But you know there's things that she doesn't like about herself. I know there's things she doesn't like about herself. And it pains me to go, it's hard that you go, oh, that, I don't like that. It's, and you could work on that, essentially, or you can't work on that. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm going to be really honest with you. I, I, my stomach, right? My stomach's probably my worst asset. Yeah. And that, at least that, that I'm, I know of. And it's a flabby fucking thing, right? And I'm like, Beck, I'm like, I probably could change it. I could change it, you know, with a lot of exercise, a lot of diet. Exercise is not the problem. It's the fucking diet. I love I love having a beer. I love eating some shitty food or even good food, but just too yeah. much of that good food. At what point do you go, that's my stomach and I need to love it, or that's my stomach and I just hate it, but I'm not going to do anything about it anyway. So essentially you're going, I love something else more than that stomach. So it's like, I feel body image is, is, is and, I, and I like this about, 2020 or the yeah. new era is that i'm a big fan of people go what's your type what what, what do you look for in a woman i'm like, like boobs are like anything thing. like yeah. i love ass you know don't get me wrong but it can be like a kind of petite one or it can be up to like a, a quite a giant one yeah. so i don't have a particular style you know and i hate i hate hearing guys that go ew yuck like oh i hate that yeah. one like well, you don't you don't even know her get to know her and you you probably could fall in love with her because yeah. personality always reigns over a hundred percent like i fully agree there um i feel like as a woman who's had children um i feel like we have gone through such i personally have been through so many vulnerable stages mm. where my body has changed so much mm-hmm. i was only just saying to jared the other night actually like you know as a woman we go through so many ups and downs in our lifetime and I just feel like it, it, it fucks with your head. Yeah. Like, there, you know, when you're young, like, do you get boobs before your other friends or are you a late bloomer? Yeah. Do you get your period before your friends or are you a late bloomer? Yeah. And then you're all in the same length. And then you have children and then your body changes and you're like, oh, shit, I put on 30 kilos, but then such and such put on 10 <laughs> kilos. Then you've got afterbirth. You know, and so you've got so many stages. Then you've got menopause. Like, yeah. amongst all that, like, your body is constantly fluctuating. Yeah. I can only speak for as a woman. I don't know what it's like as a man, but I feel like, you know, there are so many stages where I know Jared has loved me throughout, mm. even through, like, my we- like my horrible stages. Mm. And even now, like, I still feel like I could be a lot better, but I just – I try and be – I've changed my mindset now where I just try to be like, I'm feeling good mentally. Yeah. So therefore that I feel, I can't speak for Jared, but I feel like that projects confidence. Yes. So then he is attracted to that. Confidence is attractive. So I feel like, you know, yeah, I might be a few kilos heavier than what, you know, Mm. we met or whatever after we had children and stuff like that. But if he sees that I've got confidence there, mm. then that is the most sexiest thing. And yeah. I think that's the same as a male. Like, mm. yeah, like you could be really big, but you could also have the best personality that yeah. you're just like, fuck, I just love you so much. Mm. You know, where if you've got an asshole personality, no one wants to be around you, yeah. let alone your partner. Like, it's just those things. Like, I'm all about 
that. Yeah. And I know, like, I have my moments where I'll be like, oh, Jared, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he just doesn't say anything. Yeah. He, he knows well. He's been trained well. But, like, <laughs> they're, like... <laughs> trained. But, <laughs> but he's, I don't know, like, he's, he knows when I'm happy. Yeah. That, you know, he's happy because he knows that, like, we're all good, you know, like... Mm. And he just, he just loves me more. Like, yeah. I mean, he loves me no matter what. Like, I love him no matter what. But it's just so, I don't know. I just feel like when you are more confident and when you are happy, mm. that just outweighs so much more. Like, I know so many women that have, their bodies have changed very, very differently. But they are so much happier now than back when they were stricter with what they were eating and yeah. their lifestyles and whatnot. But they have the most beautiful relationship because that partner just loves every single inch of them and their personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could date someone that's so hot and you could like melt on their Mm -hmm. skin, but they could have the biggest asshole personality that you're just like, that is not someone that I want to be with. Yeah. I mean, personality is king. A hundred percent. Yeah. For either sex. I mean, it is. Um, And I think too that the personality or confidence, or whatever you want to call it, his soul or something like that, say, that's what that's what reigns supreme over the body yeah. and the body image. I'm all for people going, hey, look, let's go to the gym. Like, I go to the gym four days a week, you know, and, and I... It's more than me. Pump it, <laughs> and we pump it. But you do go to the gym, right? So you. Been... I haven't been to the gym since before ISO. I keep telling Stop. myself, I'm gonna, I've been doing a few um, sunrise walks, but <laughs> yeah. apart from that... I hit the beach for a cold, uh, cold fucking... Coffee? Submersion, yeah. Yeah, coffee, I'd yeah. like to uh, like ground myself. Yeah, yeah, fuck. It's, but it's all new shit, isn't it? But it's like that. It's like... But that's cool. If you're happy with your body, you feel good in your body then that should be it, you know? And no one else should be able to tell you. Because there's always going to be some fucking tool bag that's going to try to knock you down a peg. Yeah. I'm in, like, a few of these groups on Facebook and, you know, like, the blokes advice or, yeah, the boys and stuff. And they post some funny shit. My, my, my classic, and I've got mates that do it too, but the classic is always when you get some, that's like a stunner, like a 10 or something like that. But you might have something that's a little bit off kilter. Yeah. You know, and then you get some absolute fucking spoon that's just, like, huge got no idea about the clothing they're wearing their haircuts terrible everything and they're just like oh yuck and you're just like mate do you own a mirror it's just like and i feel like that's society like people do that they they see something that they don't like or they they can't get to themselves and not happen themselves and that's when someone just throws a stuff 100 percent. and i think that it's definitely a thing like if you're not happy in yourself you project that on everything else around Mm. you whether it be your haircut yeah that's not my that's not their fault for her having the hair on their head. It's the hairdresser's fault for cutting the wrong way. Yeah. Or that clothing that you've chosen to wear. That yeah. you know what I mean? Like just it's just so it's it's in yourself. Yeah. And if you don't sure. project that, I don't know. Like it's it is a big thing. Like I, I have my own little problems that I've I'm working on like yeah. mentally that I'm trying to get overcome. But I um I don't know. Like if you if you feel good I, I don't, I'm, I tell a lot of my clients this, like if you're not where you used to be, that's okay. Yeah. Buy clothes that make you feel good in that moment. Yeah. So then you act like, you know, you're confident because you feel good. You're wearing clothes that make you feel mm. good, that fit you well. Yeah. And then do something about it. Don't be like, oh yeah, nothing fits me. I'm just going to wear this potato sack, even though <laughs> this is nothing. It, this doesn't represent me at all. 
like go buy a pair of cotton on jeans or ziggy yeah. jeans that fit you so sexy mm-hmm. right now yeah. and holy shit that will make such a difference yeah. in how you present yourself and then how you feel yeah. now, retail therapy is totally like, it's like a real therapy i'm all about answer. retail therapy Mate, retail therapy but laugh it off it's not you buy a new pair of jeans, new pair of shoes, new shirt, new whatever. I fucking love getting like a new loud shirt. Yeah. And rocking that shit. I mean, I don't have chisel labs and I love, I never wear the fucking, it's, it's buttoned to like. Your button. Yeah. Fuck, that's just, that's me. I like it. I feel better like that than I do if I put it up. And the only reason I'd be putting it up was to hide some sort of gut that you're just like, oh God. You know? Yeah. I can't get too much about the gut. But I agree with what you're saying. You know, it's like people need to, yeah, think a bit more about themselves and be a bit like kind to themselves. Uh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm all about that. Like. If your body's changed, wear something that makes mm. you feel good in that moment, knowing that you still have a goal to get to, whether it be mentally or physically. Yeah. But you'll just feel so much better, yeah. you know? Like, and it doesn't have to be expensive stuff. Like, I feel like so many people think that they need that expensive yeah, you shit. Don't. You just have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people need. People need help with a clue, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Jamie, look, I feel yeah. like we could talk for that. A long, long time. There's about another two or three points on my list of things. Look, maybe we have to come back to a part two. I think we need to. Let's do a part two. Let's do a part two. That was fun. That was good. Um, look, that's King of the Couch episode sixty. I, just before I come on, I, I had a look at my my platform or what, what the fuck I'm going to call it. I just hit five thousand listens, so I was. I'm, I'm feeling Stop pretty good. It. Congratulations! Cheers. That's so cool. We might have to get half cut, or even full cut. Oh, don't forget to hashtag Jamie Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll get this discount yeah, if you yeah. subscribe. Um, with an affiliate <laughs> code, you just, just king of the couch discount promo. Um, fuck, that's what I know I've made. I'm hoping that Cougars just call me tomorrow and say, "Hey, listen, we're gonna send you a lot of beer for the rest yeah. of your life." I'll just say, "Yeah, we all, we all." Yeah, tell me what I need to say. I'll fucking do it. I'm a sellout. So good. Uh, now, Jamie, I really appreciate you coming on to my uh, plastic uh, glorified stool. You're welcome. So the Thanks next for attempt, having me. Part two, there'll be a fucking couch. Um, now, Jamie, thank you very much. King of the Couch, episode 60. Check it out. Any parting words, anything you'd like to say? No. I don't know. Let's get drunk. Let's get drunk. <laughs> Let's go I watch got. the footy. Thank you very much. That's episode <laughs> 60. Thank you very much. Have a uh, have a great afternoon, night, evening, week, whatever. We love you all. There's always someone